Welcome to the Global Wellness HQ family of podcasts. We are your international headquarters for resources and ideas and insight in relation to the nine elements of holistic wellness. Join us as we interview local and international wellness experts and learn how you can implement and improve one element or dimension of wellness at a time. Our experts will share their practical tips on wellness in one of these core areas. Emotional, intellectual, occupational, physical, environmental, financial, spiritual, social, or habitual. We created our family of podcasts as a resource for anyone who is looking to integrate the nine elements of holistic wellness into their daily lives. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. Today on the Global Wellness HQ podcast, I'm going to do something a little bit different, and you'll see this for the rest of the, the week. Uh, we're coming up on a very momentous episode 100, and I'm actually going to record the final episodes today. So um, a lot of people comment, they say, oh, Jeff, I saw you were wearing the same shirt. Funny that you timed that well or you accidentally did it. No, the reality is um, when I'm recording solo episodes like this, I will record four or five in a row. Um, I know there are people out there who will change their, their outfits so that they fool the world. Um, I don't care. And I don't mean that I don't care in a mean way. It's just if somebody thinks, oh, my God, Jeff's wearing the same shirt today that he wore yesterday, that's okay. If that's what you need to believe to laugh at me, that's fine. Um, for me personally, I just want to have a little fun and create some content. Now, today we are going to talk about something very, very special and near and dear to my heart, and that is the importance of systems and processes. Now, normally I would do this as a training, uh, but today I want to focus on why somebody should have systems and processes. And I'm not going to get into too many definitions. I'm not going to go down and teach you how to do them. I do have a course, if anybody's interested, there'll be a link below. And in that course, I walk through the processes for creating processes. And believe it or not, I have a system around that. And I'll tell you why in a second. But right now, the system is how to create processes. It's how to review processes, how to edit processes, how to update processes, and of course, how to approve and finalize them. And the reality is that level of training is only important if you first and foremost understand the power of processes and why you should have them in your business. Now, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, especially people who are in the coaches, consultants, professional space, whether it's accountants, lawyers. And the reality is a lot of them, they look at systems and processes and say, I wish I could have that, or if only I could have that. I also deal with a lot of um, my woo-woo people. They're um, you know, healers or somewhere in that space where they help people with more personal issues, more personal coaching. And they shy from processes thinking, oh my God, that's too restrictive. I don't want them. So if I can give you one little tiny thing in today's video, that will be the importance of processes. So I have a bit of a framework I'm going to cover, but I will go on tangents. So full disclosure, this is a bit of a tangent. Uh, yesterday, I talked about the importance of training, and that is by far 
in hindsight, one of my favorite things. Uh, I'm not kidding. When I first started way back when in the accounting industry, one of the first things I did was I took notes and I created training programs based on what I was learning, because one of the things I found was that training, even in a, an industry like accounting, it's more big picture or minutia. There's no connecting the dots, things like that. And so I've always spent my life, whenever I've stepped into a role, I created my own systems and processes and training. And it's a funny thing because I never saw the value in it. I never thought to share it until when I finally started sharing it, people were like, oh my God, where's that been? How have I gotten this far in life without it? So systems and processes in business, I have systems and processes in my life. Other people call them habits. You can call them whatever you want. But the reality is no matter what you do, no matter what business you're in, if you don't have systems and processes, you are going to struggle. And I don't mean that in a mean way. I'm just saying the processes are the easiest path to doing things. And as long as you are focused on creating those paths and nurturing those paths and making sure your team members follow those paths, you can produce a consistent, reliable result. So today is going to be a little bit of a rant. Uh, one of my favorite books I have to acknowledge, first of all, the E-Myth Revisited by Michael E. Gerber. Um, I read that way back when in university, believe it or not. Um, when it first came out, it was earth shattering. And yet once I read it, it was so self-evident, I couldn't not think that way ever again. So uh, E-Myth, Michael Gerber, huge, huge impact on me, my life, my career. And more recently, Systemology by David Jennings. And I'll put links to that in, in the notes. Both of those, I think, were instrumental, but coming back to my youth, my, my misspent youth as a teenager, I spent three years working at McDonald's, and the big aha there was that McDonald's taught me the skills, believe it or not, I needed to be good and successful in business. So from that perspective, I accidentally learned some of the things that made me the most successful, have brought me the most joy and comfort. And I never valued it because quite frankly, I thought very literally I was trading time for dollars. I was flipping burgers to pay for college tuition. So I didn't recognize the value of that lesson, but looking back on my life, I have two boys and both boys are being taught the importance of training and processes. So. I'm gonna share that wisdom with you here, and this is not my wisdom, this is just what I've gathered and, and what I've learned from. But here's the thing, if you're a professional and you don't have systems and processes, I guarantee you're going to be working too hard. So that's the, the number one benefit of systems and processes is if you have them, you can hire people to help you. And I know you might be saying, well, I'm a specialist, only I can do what I do. I don't know a single specialist out there who can't benefit from, from help from others. I'm gonna use the example, the, the world's greatest specialists are the surgeons, uh, whether it's a thoracic surgeon or a cardiac, you know, somebody who deals with heart surgery or the neurologists out there. Those are very, very specialized skill sets. They come in and they have a team. 
Think about that team. Everybody on that team knows what to do, when to do it, how to do it. That level of precision, precision is what allows the surgeon to do what they do best, which is the surgery. You know, the surgeon isn't there put administering anesthesia. They're not there opening the, the cavity, things like that. They're stepping in and they're operating on the thing that they are world-class at. And I want you to recognize that they get paid accordingly. So there's two lessons right there. People who have a specialized skill set can make more money if they learn how to let others support them, but they can also be less stressed. Because if you think about a surgery, it might take hours and hours and hours. Imagine how long it would be if the surgeon just did it by themselves. So that's one of my, my pet projects is encouraging people to find the systems and processes in everything you do. And it might be as simple as here's how we gather information from our clients. And spoiler alert, I think the number one system or process every business should have is their systems and process system, which is what we're talking about today. Number two, I think every business needs to have a training program for their employees, their clients, their, their partners. So that's the second most important system I see. And then the third one that I really, really get passionate about, which solves 80, 90% of the problems with clients is having a client onboarding system. And if you have a team, you should also have a team onboarding system. But the reality is those are really critical systems. They should be boring. They should be set it and forget it. Um, not literally, you do have to follow it. But the secret is if you have great processes and terrible training, you're not going to get great results. If you have great training and terrible processes, you're not going to get good results. So if you have great training and great processes, you'll get great results. And that's the thing I want to stress to everybody who's watching this. If a fast food franchise global like McDonald's sees the power of systems and processes, we all should be looking at that and saying, what can we learn from that? Now, full disclosure, last time I saw the McDonald's policy and procedure manual, I can't even remember the, the acronym they had for it. I, I think it was just policy and procedure manual. It was about that thick, three inches of fine print. Um, me at my age, I don't think I'd even want to try to read the thing. Um, but basically, they have a procedure for everything. So if, if it can be done, if it can be repeated, it goes into the book. And by the way, if it can't be repeated, the question is, why would we do it? So their goal is to turn every process into something that can be trained and repeated over and over. And that's when I see overworked professionals, that's one of the first things we look at is what are your systems and processes? Where are they lacking? So there's different methodologies out there. Uh, I really like the, the logic of, of systemology by David Jennings. Basically, he calls has what he calls, I think it's the critical cash flow map. And basically, he maps out first the most critical processes to generating revenue. And I think that's where a lot of businesses suffer or struggle needlessly. The entrepreneurs work too much. The reality is if you have a good process for from stranger to paid client, 
and you can repeat that over and over, you can hire people and you can grow and scale. Whereas if you're always the person, and, and I'm guilty of that on occasion, I think, oh, nobody else can do what I do. Um, we'll have another episode on that shortly. One of the things I do is I create workbooks, I create journals, and basically I want to help my clients follow through my system and give them something they can check off and say, done. So systems and processes, call it habits, call it what you will. But one of the things I really, really firmly believe in is that if we want to grow, if we want to have more impact, if we want to make more money, we need to have those consistent systems and processes. I read it once and I wish I could remember where um, somebody said, business should be boring. If you need excitement in your life, take up a hobby like skydiving. Business should be boring, consistent, repeatable. And I know I'm going to hear this. I'm going to get some pushback from professionals out there. They say, well, I can't systemize what I do. It's an art or it's a science. The reality is, again, if you're doing everything, you're not going to accomplish as much as you can or should. Um, you know, I, I know a tax professional who charges $800 an hour. It's not right. It's not fair. If he was to spend 20 minutes collating and hole punching and putting together a file. So he created a process so that his team could put the file together so that when he sits down to do what he needs to do, everything is there and he's ready to start. So things like checklists, what do I need? What's missing? Um, you know, how can somebody follow up with a client? Think about all of the things that you spend time on in a day that maybe could be done by someone else and start creating processes. And one of the things I do, really simple, I use Zoom for video recording. But basically, if I have something that I'm really good at, but it's time consuming, I'll just sit down and when I'm doing it, I put my headset on, I talk my way through it. And when I'm done, I've got a training video so that the next time someone else can do it. So what I look at is if something's repetitive, repetitive enough to take my time, I create a process and I find ways to allow someone else to help me. And sometimes it's even allowing myself to say, you know, I really don't need to do that. Um, create a workbook and then somebody else can do it. And that's one of the things I do with my coaching is I create workbooks so that my clients have a system to follow. And I, I really truly believe that if, if somebody's going to pay me and they're going to work with me, I want them to succeed. And the best way I know to do that is to lay out the path for them. Now, another reason you might want processes is if you have a lot of turnover in your business, it could be an indication that your team members are either not motivated or they're confused or they're frustrated. And the beautiful thing about processes is they tell you, here's the starting line, here's what success looks like, here are the steps, and then here's the finish line, here's when we get to stand up on the pedestal and get our ribbon or trophy or medal. So processes are not some rigid, constrictive thing. In a strange way, they actually, the more processes you have, the more consistently they're followed, the more freedom everyone in the business has. So just a recap, um, my favorite reasons for systems and processes are it's less stressful, more freedom, more impact, 
and more time spent doing the things we should be doing, our highest and best use of time. So I hope this was useful. If you haven't ever contemplated systems and processes, I guarantee there's at least one or two that will make your life easier. And one of the things I do with a lot of my clients is let's look at your client onboarding. What does that process look like? And how do we standardize it so that every client signs the right agreement at the right time, they bring in the right information, and basically, we're just trying to eliminate all of that frustration that comes from not necessarily having enough time to communicate. Thank you, and I hope that was useful. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. We hope that you enjoyed this episode, and we invite you to either click the link below or scan the QR code to register and listen to other episodes of our podcast. Or if you think your business or you would be a great guest to be on our show, we're always looking for experts in one of the nine elements of holistic wellness. We'd love to have you. You can either click the link below or you can scan the QR code and complete our speaker intake form. Thank you and to your wellness.